Welcome to the Pusher Pivot Podcast, a podcast that inspires you to trust yourself in the crossroads of life. I'm your host, Thea Charles. As a life coach, I know that when you put fear aside and trust yourself, you'll know when to push through adversity and when to stop, reassess, and pivot. I believe magic happens whenever a pusher pivot story is shared. And that magic is exactly what you'll find here. Elizabeth Ellery is a photographer, website designer, mentor, and fashion industry insider who's launched two successful businesses and now uses her skills to help entrepreneurs build the perfect personal brand online. In this episode, Liz shares how she realized she could do anything she put her mind to. Well, welcome, welcome, Liz, to the Pusher Pivot. I am so excited to have you here today. How have you been? I've been really good, actually. I've had a really very busy week last week, and today has just been a really good self-care day for me, um, which has been great. That's awesome. I'm excited for everyone to learn about you and about your crossroads. But before we start, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So um, my background is that when I was, you know, 13 years old, I knew what I wanted to be and I wanted to be a fashion designer. So I was very driven and I did, you know, went to the college, did university and I, um, and I got into, I got a job in fashion in London And I stayed at the same company for 10 years and it was just such a wonderful experience because it was quite a small business. So it was high end and we sold Saks Fifth Avenue, Nima Marcus in America and then Harrods and Selfridges in London. And when I was there, I I, um, did a little bit of everything. So I was designing the clothing, I was designing the textile prints, I was um, creating the content and designing the content for our email marketing. I was designing the website. I was doing bits of photography. Um, it was just little did I know it was sort of set me up for my business today. But I, I was just yeah wearing lots of different hats. So um, that was that's my background. And um, today I I was um, looking for something a little bit more. It wasn't quite what I wanted and um, I've now set up a business and my business is personal branding for female entrepreneurs so I help women that are either thinking about leaving their jobs and they want to start you know from a really great place of having their photos their website design their um, copywriting all of that stuff so it's like a little boutique agency of doing all the all the things and um yeah, that's what I do now. And and sometimes it's also for women that are looking to up level. Maybe they've grown, their business has grown, their clientele have, their prices have, but their website and branding don't reflect it. So it's also for that woman as well. Yeah. Well, I certainly can relate to that. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of listeners can. Um, how did you pivot from the fashion? I know you said that you had a lot of different hats, but what prompted that change? Well, I can't, I read um I read a book and it just knocked me on my ass. It was life changing for me. I remember I was at a sample sale at my work. We we had head office in London, 
and we didn't have um, a shop. It was all online or through wholesalers. And we had a sample sale and one of the customers came and she was um, from a financial background. She was like vice president of an investment firm. And I remember thinking, I don't know anybody like you. And um, all of my friends were creatives. They were like in PR or graphic designers, uh, other fashion designers. I didn't really know anybody like her. And we hit it off. And then she said, why don't you come in? We'll, we'll go for a drink one, one time. Um, so we went. And she said, I feel like you're a very positive person, Liz, but you're, um, you seem a little bit low. You should read this book. And I was like, okay. And it sounded, it was like a self-help book. And I was like, well, I'm not sure about this. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, no, well, all the top CEOs, they read personal development books. They're always looking to develop themselves. And I was like, oh, okay. And I think if anybody else had told me about this, I wouldn't have ever read it. So I think sometimes it's the, when the student's ready, the teacher appears. And yeah. so I, I read this book and um, it was Jen Sincero, You Are a Badass. And um, I know a few people whose book, whose lives have been changed by that book. Um, Mine as well. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. I wouldn't be here right now if I didn't read that book. Really? I it was amazing. Yes. Yes. How funny. Honestly, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah, I read. I'll let you finish and then I'll tell you my side. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so I read that book and I remember being on the bus home and I'd saved it for like, New Year, you know, New Year's after Christmas, and I was on the bus and I was reading this particular chapter, and I thought, oh my gosh, I don't have to do this. I can I can do and be whatever I want to be? And that was just my mind was blown because I just thought, you know, everywhere I'd I'd seen and where how I'd grown up, everybody, you went to university or you left school at 16, 18, and you did the same job. You didn't deviate, my family were the same. And then, so then I was like, right, okay, well, maybe I'll be a, a textile print designer rather than a clothing designer. So um, I actually ended up doing her eight weeks to badass course. And I think I was one of the last people to do it live before she stopped doing, you know, the Q&A calls on it. And, um, and I thought, well, that's going to be my, my badass goal is going to be a, to become a print designer serendipitous moment again I met up with a friend that had a tech company and I said you know I'm doing this course and I'm going to um, be a print designer but also I want to talk to you about maybe I want to maybe create an app on the side that has positive affirmations come up that I design and she's like well that's going to cost this much why don't you make phone cases so that was also an idea I said okay I'll do that. And she said, why don't you have that as your eight week goal? Cause you can be, do the print design anytime. So that was it. Then I'd like in eight weeks, I taught myself calligraphy. I designed these cases, got market research of what quotes. Then I, um, I got them sent off to China. I got the samples back. I had a friend that was a stylist at the time for Harvey Nichols and Netta Porter. So she styled it. My friend was a hand model so she was holding on the phone cases. Um, at the time, I wasn't doing as much photography. So the photographer from the fashion business came in and did um, the shoot for me. And I created this brand and um, I got into national magazines. I got into the Cosmopolitan and it was successful. But I also knew I wasn't going to make much. You know, I'd have to sell vast units of this to leave my job. And my heart wasn't in selling a product. So. 
I knew there was something more for me and what I enjoyed was building the brand mm. and um for 10 years in my business I'd seen my boss who was the name of the company go from behind the scenes to social media and being front and center and how her personality was so key in attracting a loyal fan base um because you see artists and musicians and actors they have fan bases but in the clothing world they'd always been a bit behind the scenes so it was such a, an eye opener for me and, and realization that oh this is actually a thing and, and people you know that have service-based businesses they're they're the business they are a personal brand everyone has a personal brand and um i remember looking for a coach and um Jen had released You Are a Badass at Making Money and she was coming to the UK and I thought I have to meet her. A friend of hers was hosting a lunch which she'd never done before, 30 people and I thought I'm going to that. So I went to it and the woman that was hosting it, I started researching her and um, she became my coach. She was Jen's accountability buddy on a coaching program they'd done, you know, the really big coaching program Jen did, that was her accountability buddy that became my coach. And that was three years ago. And I've had coaching with her for a little bit, went off again. And now I'm, I'm doing a year long package with her. At the moment, I'm just over halfway through. But what happened was when I went to that event, there was um, a few people that I started following on Instagram and one of them, was a personal branding photographer and being in the fashion world, I had no idea about this stuff. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, I can do that. I mm. can totally capture them. And, and when I was looking for a coach, I didn't connect with any of these coaches that I was Googling that were local to me. And I thought, I can help these women. That's what I'm going to do. And that's what I did. So I now, you know, capture, I photograph women. I am able to get like their the essence of them across like their best version you know like if your friend takes an amazing photo of you mm -hmm. you've got even more professional hundreds of those photos then also having somebody that's invested in you that really wants you to do well because like I'm really all about women empowering women and um so so that's what I do as well is like you know I, I help them with their offers a little bit and get clarity on that because it's when you're doing a website Sometimes you're not 100% sure, especially if you're beginning, on what that looks like. So, like, I'm really passionate about that. And I'm actually just creating a new offer where I'm getting SEO experts and marketing experts to offer their services. It will be a big package. But what's really funny and why I, want, I was really intrigued about, um, I, I really wanted to be on your podcast, was the pivot thing. And it's when I was in my old job, I was seeing all of my friends that had been to university done fashion too so I, I noticed that when I all of my friends they were all niching and they were all um going up in in their chosen field mm -hmm. and their salaries were increasing and and I was you know my salary had increased a little bit but when you stay in the same company that's very small they're not ones to give you huge promotions and that was part of the one of the reasons as well by you know I wanted to I knew I could earn more and by setting up my business I did that but I was seeing everybody niche but I was really enjoying my job lots of them were stressful stressed and I just remember like I loved going to work I never had a awful feeling in my stomach on a Monday so I really enjoyed it <laughs> but I just knew there was more for me but 
what what happened is I, I remember watching Steve Jobs um, give his commencement speech at Stanford, and he talks about connecting the dots. He said that he dropped into um, once he dropped out of college, he dropped in on calligraphy classes, and without having done that, the the Mac would never have had the gorgeous fonts that it had at the time. So, and you can only connect the dots later. So for yeah. me, mine was all about. I'm in this business and I'm learning how to do more photography things. I'm learning about website design. I'm helping with marketing and content um, creation and on all of these things and seeing like this brand develop as well is everything that I do in my business now. So it's not Mm -hmm. fashion design, the thing that I went in there for. Yeah. It's like all of the stuff that I remember really being very resistant and pushing against. I'm like, I don't want to be a website designer. I don't want to do this. And I remember halfway through my working there, just thinking, oh, I've actually got website design work to do. So um, I can't design the clothes this week. Um, So yeah, so it's, it's really um, interesting that sometimes if you're in a job and you, you have a feeling, well, I should be doing this. but Mm -hmm. Actually, my heart's lit up with this. I think you need to start following your heart a little bit more. Have you been inspired by the stories shared on the Push or Pivot, but feeling a little stuck at your own crossroads? If only there were a guide to get unstuck. Well, I've made one just for you. Six steps to help you recognize what is keeping you stuck and push you out of your rut. You can access it for free on my website, theorenell.com slash rut. That's T-H-E-A-R-E-N-E-L dot com slash R-U-T. I like how you talked about the connecting the dots and you can't connect them until after you've gone past that yeah. moment. And that is so true. So I'll tell you a bit about my, my Jen Jinsero story. I can't believe that. I know. Well, when I saw that you wrote that, I was like, I have to hear the story. (laughs) But for me, so I went to school for biology and I worked in a laboratory that did um, organ transplants. And um, while I was working there, I needed something for my creative side. And I don't know, you know, the kids were in daycare and I also needed some extra cash. So I opened up a small boutique and I worked on my boutique on on the side. And, you know, as things got bigger, somehow this book came into my life and I don't even remember. I feel like someone had talked about it. And then I was like, you know, I, I like reading and I haven't read anything in a while. I'm going to get this book. And I just don't know what happened. Like I walked into a store and saw it and I read the book and I was like, oh, so I don't have to continue to follow the same path that I felt like, well, this is what I should be doing. You know, this is what I went to school for. This is where I should be going. And it took a while. I read the book a couple times. I read the You Are a Badass at Making Money like a thousand times. Like I just, if there's nothing else, I'd, I'd just listen to that on my commute. And um, and then I was finally, I was ready. It was like, I wanted to know more about coaching, but I didn't know how to find anything about coaching. And then when, like you said, when the student is ready, the teacher arrives. So when I was really ready to find a coach, because I was ready to leave the lab and just be full-time in the clothing, a friend of mine said, 
oh, you know, I just saw this girl online and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, and there's my coach, you know, like I found her and that was the coach to help me once I had left the lab job and felt like I was pouring myself into this clothing and I didn't know how to take a break. And I was like putting a lot of pressure on myself because I felt if it's my full-time job now, I should be like, so (laughs) working with her, I realized what coaches do. And I didn't, because I didn't know. And I realized at that point, looking back, that the things I liked about the lab the most, what I liked about the clothing business and the interaction with my customers was coaching. And that's where everything kind of opened up from there. And then when I was ready for that, a coaching program appeared. That was like what I wanted. And I even got a scholarship to go to it. And I was like, wow, you know, like I just, I was like, yeah, I was telling my husband, I want to, I think I want to do this program. Costs a bit. We'll see. And then like a moment later, an email came up. We're having our first ever scholarship. And I was like, well, dude, that's my scholarship. And then I got it. So yes, you know, like, I love that. I love yeah, that. It's so crazy. And I, I was actually, I was able to meet Jensen Ciro for a moment. She had a book signing for her latest book and she had come to the Boston area. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going. So I got tickets and it was just so nice to to meet this person that she didn't know that by writing this book, it just like sparked like a different thought process in myself that like kind of opened the world to so many things. And I mean, I don't think I would have been doing a podcast or anything. Like you don't know what brings you to where you're, where where your path is going. You know, it's kind of like if you're to drive across the country, you don't necessarily know how you're going to get there. The headlights only show you so far, but once you get to that point, you're like, holy new are supposed to take that left turn. So, yeah I love that I I actually I had um one of my good friends partners like his his wife she read the book as well and I didn't really know her and we met once at an event and we were chatting about and she said yeah that book changed my life she was she was a runner on um, a film set and she had real hopes for like um being a director one day and she read that book and she was like one day is going to be today so she, I think somehow she got together funding and she basically, she directed her own film and did, you know, didn't do all the steps that you think that you meant to. I think mm-hmm. she was just like, I'm going to have this big, massive goal and that's it. And I think she got her film on like the British Film Council or something, you know, a BFI or something like that it's called. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was just like, you know, we have no idea what we can do. Exactly. You know, you know, like our potential. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what she did. I feel like our podcast has just been a massive, like Jen Sincero. I know, it's kind fest. of, it's a love fest. It's it nice is. to have one. <laughs> and I think that she's probably must have so many and I just can't imagine the amount of lives that her book has touched. And, and mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, that's, um, you, you know, we both know in my profession, I know that I'm helping lots of women with what I do and and the same with yourself it's quite an amazing thing to do that her helping us has enabled us to help others it's a really it's a ripple you know like once you do something it goes out and even for her to write that book which could you know brought us together here to talk about this podcast and now someone else can be either inspired to write that book or to just to realize I don't have to do the should all the time I can trust myself And I think that for me, that was one of the biggest things that my zone of genius is something that comes easy to me. It's not necessarily 
work doesn't always have to be hard. Like it no. can be something that you enjoy and that you love and that you yeah. want to do. And it's just that feeling of, is this really my job? And, yeah. and it's also that you, you know, for the people that want to be business owners or have their own business already, it's that freedom of dictating what your day is going to be like. And if you want to have some time off, you know, you can arrange that. And, you know, and it's also like the, the, it falls the other way sometimes with business. Yeah. When you're like, it means that you can have time off and you might maybe have too much off or you don't have enough and you've got to make those decisions but another thing I just wanted to say as well I remember that's why I think coaching is so important you know I was a complete newbie to this very cynical to to it all and then I just jumped in with both you know both feet neck deep and I remember my coach and we had I had I you know I spent thousands on this um on my coach it was my first coach I didn't even Mm -hmm. like lead up to it just thought start small it was like eye-wateringly oh sort of thing <laughs> and um and I did it I remember we we'd had a day together and then we had some phone calls I remember I think I'd finished my round of my package of calls and she said oh we still got another call I'm like oh yeah okay and um it was on that call that she said to me Liz if you don't leave your job now you will never leave you will never do this and I remember I had my my day with her in July 2017 and that last call was on in October and I handed in my notice two weeks later and I didn't have a website I didn't have any clients and and I'm not you know that might be irresponsible for some people and some people might not do it but for me there was no other option and I was just going to make it work and um I in my my first proper month of business, I call it, because the first two was like, the first one was me just taking a break, you know, mm-hmm. from like 10 years of working. And then the second, I did a website for free for somebody like to, to get referrals and to like get my design chops. So the first real business month, I earned my half yearly annual salary in that month. And it was, you know, and Jen talks about that in her book, you know, just mm-hmm. make the decision yes do it and it's and it is like you know if you're like it's not saying you know like when she says about getting credit card debt if you're in debt and then you're getting more debt but if you're doing that from a place of like oh gosh and you're not really committed then that's a different thing to like I'm going I'm doing this Mm -hmm. and there's no other option and it's going to work and if it doesn't work I'm just well it will work it will work so I think for anybody that is worried you know I was in a job a a job for 10 years the same one Mm -hmm. imagine how scary that was to leave you know it wasn't like I'd moved around so yeah I hope somebody listens to this and follows their dream like like both you and I did for Mm -hmm. sure yes yeah sometimes you just kind of have to rip off that band-aid and when you know you know and it's it's very I was terrified or like how am I gonna pay for things you know like I was scared but you're right. You have to give yourself that one option is to do well. You don't have, don't plan on like, if I fail, because you're just not making that an option. Mm. I've been listening to, I've been running a lot recently. And it's funny, I feel like I'm in like up level season at the moment. I've just lost a whole bunch of weight. I'm exercising more, eating better. Um, all these things are clicking into place and one of the songs that I've been listening to 
is um, Lose Yourself by Eminem. And that, you know, there's just that success is my only blah, blah, blah mm-hmm. option. Failure's mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. You know, Mum, I love you, but this trailer's got to go. I can't go on. And Salem's like, I don't mean to be rapping. No, like, no, I, I, I know. But, you know, like it is. <laughs> like, like, there's no other option. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Awesome. So, Liz, if you were to give someone, you've given us a lot of advice, but if you could give someone one piece of advice, what would it be? To be brave. To be brave. I, the most incredible things have always happened to me when I was brave and I followed my heart. And the reason why I want to say brave, to be brave, is that I remember going to a workshop. It was nearly two years ago now, in January. And, um, and the woman said to us, I want you to pick off this wheel a skill set, you know, like maybe have three on there that you identify with. Mm-hmm. Now pick the one that you don't use very often. So I think mine was like humor, leadership and bravery. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I've not been very brave recently. So I thought I've not used that. So I did that. And then she made us all do a medicine, you know, close your eyes and, and picture never ever being able to use that skill set ever again and I just started sobbing and I just thought and and I was just like wow and I thought to myself if I could never be brave again that would you know I'd be stuck I'd be you know just coasting like like I felt like I was for quite a few years in 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 that same job so that's why I choose bravery as the piece of advice because I think, you know, what is on the other side of bravery? You know, it's scary, scary, but like amazing things happen. And, you know, and if you're brave and, and something bad happens from it, you know, nobody died, hopefully. <laughs> but, you know, you've definitely grown, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's great. Oh, thank you so much. How can people find out more about you? So you can visit me on um, elizabethellery.com, which is E-L-L-E-R-Y. And you can also, you know, I'd love to, any of your listeners on here, if there's any way that I can help in in some form, you know, maybe you're wanting to make the the leap and you want to talk to somebody or, yeah, you're thinking about starting your business and you want help with branding. I'm actually putting together a, um, a workshop on for people that have no idea about how to find their branding, how to stand out. So I'm doing a workshop on that. So you can just go on my website and there'll be a link there. I'll I'll have it as a a recording that they can just download if if they can't catch it live. And then um, there there is, um, you can also catch me on Instagram at Elizabeth underscore Ellery. And yeah, so that's how you can get in touch with me or, or find me. Awesome. Awesome. And that will be in the show notes so everyone can find you. Uh, Elizabeth, this was so great. And I really appreciate you being on the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I can't wait to listen to more episodes and, you know, weirdly listen to my own. (laughs) How weird. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. This was certainly a serendipitous conversation all about realizing your gifts and using them while putting yourself out there. Liz pivoted to become an entrepreneur that helps other women stand out. 
I left my career and ultimately started this podcast. And Jen Shinshiro stepped out and wrote a book that influenced us and many others. All brave steps that create a ripple effect. How can you create a ripple effect in the world? Thank you for listening to the Push or Pivot podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, hit the subscribe button and please leave us a review. To learn more about this show and to access the show notes, visit our website, pushorpivot.com. I'd also love to hear from you. Share your thoughts and takeaways with me on Instagram at pusherpivot. Thank you for listening and join me next time on the Push or Pivot podcast.